Welcome to the LBCF podcast. Our vision is to learn to live and love like Jesus, where we live, work, and play. To find out more about our community, you can visit us at lbcf.org. We hope you are encouraged and challenged by this teaching from our community. Good morning, LBCF. Um, I'm thankful and grateful to be here. Um, we're going to be going through the entire book of Second John today. Um, it is a doozy. It is really... Well, I was going to make a joke and say that it was like the longest, but it's not the longest book in, in the whole Bible. It's literally 13 verses. And for our scripture today that we're going to be going through, we're going to go through the entire book. Um, and so I, I actually, I want us to read through the book together. Um, but I want to provide a little bit of context. So before we throw the scripture up, I want to give just a little bit of context about um, the scripture itself and, and what we're looking at. Um, we are looking at a letter. We're going to be examining a letter of encouragement um, that uh, John, um, people believe it's either uh, the John, the son of Zebedee, which was the disciple John, or uh, another later John called John the Elder, and there's debate. But we do know that the author of this book is the same author as the Gospel of John, just because of the writing styles. But this is a letter written to a, a church um, where uh, they are holding true to the love of Christ and that um, John is writing this letter as a warning and an encouragement to this small community of, of friends and family. And he refers to them uh, and this church body and this, this community as the elect lady and her children um, in reference to uh, the church being the bride of Christ and the, and and um, just the loving embrace of um, one friend to his his church community and, and his friends and, and those that he loves dearly. Um, and so I want us to have that in our mind as we read through this. So um, let's go ahead and read. <clears throat> uh, we're going to read the, the book, the whole book, all 13 verses, uh, the book of 2 John. Uh, this is from the ESV, the English Standard Version. Version. So, The elder to the elect lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all who know the truth, because the truth that abides in us will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ the Father's Son in truth and love. I rejoiced greatly to find some of your children walking in the truth just as we were commanded. Again, referencing the new commandment that Christ gave in, in John 13. Walking in truth just as we were commanded by the Father. And now I ask you, dear lady, not as though I were writing you a new commandment, but the one we have had from the beginning that we love one another and this love that we walk or, and this is love that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment just as you have heard from the beginning so that you should walk in it for many deceivers have gone out into the world 
those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Such a one is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win in full reward. Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. And if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. For whoever greets him takes part in his wicked works. Though I have much to write you. I love this part. I, I love this part. Though I have much to write you. I would rather not use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to come to you and talk face to face so that our joy may be complete. The children of your elect sister greet you. Ah, a, a beautiful, beautiful letter of encouragement from one friend to another, from one body of friends to another. I see John really, really wanting to bring this concept of truth and love and walking in truth and love. And in the scripture, we really, we really see John trying to hammer these two ideas home. And so the question that I think that we all just need to continue to ponder and work with is just asking the question of what is the truth that John is speaking of and what is the love that he is specifically mentioning, right? What does he actually mean by that? I think far too often we as, as Christians, we kind of use this phrase of like uh, truth and love. And, you know, we, we really hold fast to what we, what we think to be true. We, our, our mindset of truth and our mindset of love is often associated with the lowercase t truth and the lowercase love, right? We can love many things, right? I love donuts. I love coffee. I love Coke Zero. I love my wife. I love my dog. Um, and we often, right, have all these things that we know to be true, right? These, these small little facts and these small little data uh, that we hold to, right? We compile all of these things and we say, okay, I know that this is truth, right? That um, if I do this and X plus Y and two plus two, and um, I love this and love that, that if we just continue to wrap ourselves in that, that that is living in truth and in love. And oftentimes that's a very misconstrued way of viewing what truth and love is that those two remain separate from one another. And yet John, through the commandment that Christ gave us, is, is telling us, no, these go hand in hand. That truth and love are basically synonymous with one another or partner with one another to let us live fully and freely into a life that is uh, in Christ. Right? John... I think John is calling us to live into the uppercase T truth and the uppercase L love um, to love one another and walk according to Jesus's commandments. Right. Again, hearkening back to John 13, the gospel of John, right. When Christ said a new commandment, I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you. 
you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another, right? That the truth, the truth is the love of Christ for us, that if we were to walk in that truth and hold fast to the truth that is the gospel message of Jesus Christ, that we are then set free then to go and love as deeply and as freely as Christ has loved us, right? I love, if I may, I'm just going to read a short piece from uh, my study Bible. I love what it has to say about the main theme of this book. <clears throat> it says, uh, the focus of John, of Second John, is living in the love of God in accordance with the truth of Jesus Christ. This love extends not only to God, but to other people. It can, it is also discerning love. It is not go on, it is not a go on ahead of biblical revelation, and it does not lend aid to enemies of the gospel message, those who seek to misinterpret or destroy the intended message of the gospel truth of Jesus Christ. Instead, Christ's followers walk according to his commandments, right? And through faith will win a full reward, right? According to Christ's commandments, right? The greatest commandment, the gospel commandment that we saw that John in this book is, is hearkening back to in the gospel message of John, thir- of, of John chapter 13, 33 through 35, that we are to love, we are commanded, right? And through this, we are set free. I don't know about you guys, but when Christ commands me to do something, I feel like I'm going to do everything in my power to follow that commandment um, and do everything that I can physically within my own physical broken body to follow that commandment, knowing full well that I will fail many, many times, and yet there is still grace and there is still mercy in that failure. And that as we seek to live in the truth that is Jesus Christ, we then walk hand in hand with the love of Jesus Christ and extend that love to others. And we extend that love to others, to those who are easy to love and to those who are hard to love right? We're not called to have a selective type of love. We're called to have a all-encompassing love for those who are broken, for those who are oppressed, for those who are uh, the, the orphan, the widow, right? Jesus Christ died on the cross for the orphan and the widow, and also for the centurion who crucified him on the cross. And we're called to enter into that sacrificial love, that Jesus Christ himself gave to us. And when we live in that truth, we're set free fully to encounter and experience that love. So LBCF family, I invite you and I encourage you to find the ways that you in your daily lives are choosing to live fully into that uppercase T, truth, and that uppercase L, love. 
that we are being commanded to do, right? And I want to do that by just asking you three questions that I want you to ponder. And I want you to ask yourselves these questions as we go throughout our days. Question one is, where are you loving one another the way that Christ has loved us? Second, where are, where are you loving those around you who feel hard to love? And the third question is really twofold. How are you loving those around you? Are you loving them in the way that they need to be loved? Or are you loving them the way that you need to be loved? Because there is a difference. And oftentimes, we try to love people the way that we want to be loved. And so I really want to challenge you in this, is to begin to ask yourselves those questions. Where are you loving those that Christ has called us to love? Where are you loving those who feel hard to love? And how are you loving those around you? Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful and so thankful for your sacrificial love that we are invited and commanded to live in the truth of who you are. And through that, we are set free to love those around us. Father, we we want to cling to you. We want to hold fast to you. We want to encounter and experience your love. So, Father, I pray that you make your spirit and your presence known and felt and move in and through us. Father, I pray that you be with us in this coming week. Lord, I pray that you reveal yourself in all the ways that we encounter people. Lord, I pray that we would be able to experience those Samaritan moments in which we can help those and love those and be loved by those around us as well. So, Father, be with us. Be with us this week. We pray this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.